0: hi guys welcome to the still here podcast hosted by Susanna gonzalez guys it is currently almost 11 o'clock at night and honestly i didn't have a podcast to film for this week and i filmed i told myself that i didn't want to post anything if it wasn't spirit-led but the truth is i did film something and i filmed an hour worth of something and then well I filmed 30 minutes and I was like Lord like I don't feel led right now I'm just gonna stop he told me to go back and film it but I feel like what I filmed the second time around was mostly for what I needed for myself (sighs) but today I had a great anointing a great great presence of the Lord was over tonight and today is thursday so we just had young adults and i just got home from young adults and i just kind of want to open this podcast episode with just a thanks and then i'll get into what i'm going to explain but i don't even know what's on my mind right now i just feel like giving like the lord glory right now and we should always glorify the lord always for what he provides us with and for what he gives us see I was coming to the point to this morning, I woke up and I was like, look, I'm supposed to have a podcast episode this week. I have nothing. People keep asking me like when I'm going to film, when I'm going to post one. I'm just like, I keep telling them I'm busy and I got things to do. And I'm just like, bro, like if I sit back and really look at how I'm living my life, I'm busy, but not that busy. Like I can squeeze an hour of recording into my schedule. But the truth is like, I haven't, really been on fire for God as much as I want to be and today gave me that great revelation that God is always with me but he's not going to be looking at me if I'm not on fire for him he's going to be with me always he's never going to leave or forsake me but if I'm not chasing after him then his face is not going to be towards me and that's why we must seek his face y'all And this, I'm not getting credit from saying this. This is actually from a book I'm currently reading called The God Chasers. My pastor gave it to me. And it's giving me great, like, revelation about, like, what it is to be a God Chaser. Because when you're a God Chaser, you just don't come complacent with Him and say, Okay, I've had, I felt His presence once. I'm okay with that. I know I'm going to be saved because I got baptized. I'm okay with that. No, being a God Chaser is waking up every day, knowing That God is on your mind, knowing that you're so hungry for him each and every day. You're hungry for him even past the revival time. That you are the one starting the revival in your church. That's you're on your face crying out to the Lord like every day. And that's what I am trying to do. I've received so much of the Lord's presence and I'm thankful for that. And I hope that never goes away. But sometimes I catch myself being prideful of it. I catch myself trying to keep it all to myself. And then when I see people start getting the blessings and people start getting the gifts, something in my spirit's like jealous, jealousy. It's like, oh, I had that. Now I need to level up, you know? And that's good. It keeps a good competition, I guess, in the kingdom of God. It keeps me growing. It keeps me hungry for him. But there's some times where I'm like, dang, like I was ahead of this person. Now I'm not. Like what now? But God's like, they're ahead of you now because you're not reaping your blessing. You're not appreciating your blessing. So anyways, back to the podcasting. I was just I just made excuses. I was like, "Man, like I've been busy. I've been helping my church move. I've been trying to get the gym in my schedule and work 40 hours a week. I got family I got to see." I was making excuses after excuses. And so today I was like, "You know what? I'm just going to start filming YouTube videos again just because I wanted to." And Lord's like, "Stop, bro." And so today I went onto an episode that is not posted. It's just recorded on my phone and I was kind of led to just listen to it And as I was listening to it I was saying that like the lord stopped me from filming youtube videos Because that's not what I was called to do See I grew up thinking I wanted to be a youtuber. I grew up thinking I wanted to be an influencer But now that i'm reading the bible, it's like Great influence comes great responsibilities. I'm just like man like why Why are kids so glorifying the thought of being an influencer? Because once we have it, that's when this real judgment comes. It says in the Bible, the people who are leading have the most judgment. And it's so true because everything, is, everything a leader does is judged. And so it's so hard. And it's something that we have to thank our leaders for doing because our leaders are being judged each and every day by something or someone. And I know God judges us every day, but leadership is a big role in the church, at home. Anyone who's a leader in your life, just thank them and acknowledge them for the hard work. And because as leaders, we are supposed to lead people. So sometimes we don't feel like we are being led. And then that's when it can get stuck. Because if your leader is not getting led, then it's just like, man like you're I don't know I don't know where I'm going with that but anyways the Lord was like like I, I I stopped you from filming YouTube videos because you weren't glorifying me with it those were your old ways I'm you're set apart like you're not that YouTuber girl anymore you're not that girl anymore and I have to sit back with myself and realize that yes I love editing and the Lord gave me a, a way to do that for the church I edit for the church I loved photography. The Lord gave me that through the church. I loved just making videos of people. The Lord gave me that through the church. And the Lord has provided everything for me. And the Lord is like, if I didn't want you to do this podcast, then I wouldn't have provided everything for you. And I was like, you're right. Because the Lord has made this so simple, y'all, for me i don't have the right equipment yet but i know the lord will provide it for me and you don't this is this is literally me saying like you don't need the big old fancy things to start recalling calling that god wants you to start walking in let me say that again you don't need the fancy materials materialistic things like silver and gold are useless in the kingdom of god god will provide the way god will provide the way Um, leading into that, the Lord wants me to go over John 16 verses 5 well, 5 through 15 I'm not going to read them all, but basically this is the work of the Holy Spirit this is why it's important for us to lean onto the Holy Spirit because without the Holy Spirit, we wouldn't really know who Jesus was because it's the father son and the holy spirit and sometimes we forget the holy spirit is an advocate of god's grace of god's presence and so before if you read ahead or above it's basically jesus talking to the disciples and he's like look guys like i gotta go like it's my time to go and the disciples were grieving over it and they were holding on they were holding on because they didn't want Jesus to go. They didn't want the physical thing to go. So Jesus was like, why are you grieving over me? I am great, but my, my God, my Father in Heaven is going to send something greater. And I'm not dead. He's basically saying, I'm not dead, but I'm gotta, I gotta go home. Because God is calling me elsewhere. So this is like people leaving your life, you know? Or something that has a hold on your heart. That you're grieving over, that you don't want to let go of. But God has called them up to heaven. God has called that thing back to Him because it's only supposed to be in your life for that season, for that time. But through that is when God sends something greater, something just as powerful, and just something just as useful as Jesus was to the disciples, as that person was to your life. God is going to send that someone or something greater, always. And my friend brendan he was talking about his dog and he was like my dog had an old bone and i was trying to give her the new bone but she wasn't taking it or he i forgot i'm sorry brendan if you're listening to this but the dog wasn't taking the new bone because it was holding on to the old bone but the dog didn't know that the old bone was already almost gone it was You guys know how dog bones get. They get gross, they get slobbery and dirty. Getting rolled up in all the dirt and the dust from the house and outside. So Brendan was like, my dog didn't know I had this new thing for her. Or it, or him, I don't know, sorry. (laughs) My dog didn't know I had this new, fresh, out of the package bone for him. And so my dog wasn't letting go of this old bone for so long. And once it let go, it fell in love with the new bone. And it fell in love. And that's kind of how God is with us, you know? We hold on to the old ways, the old past, because we're so used to them. But we can't see how dirty it is. We can't see how unholy it is. We can't see how unpurified it is. Because we are so used to it. Because our slobber is all over it. Our presence is all over it. Our spirit is all over it our heart our love is all over it but the moment you let god the moment you be still let go and let god is the moment he will give you a new pure holy thing and i want that to just sit in your heart because i feel like a lot of us are going through the shift right now and it's a lot of ups and downs it's a lot of forgiveness going on right now it's a lot of letting go going on right now it's a lot of forgetting what our past was like and just letting the holy spirit guide us i want to read john 16 verse 13 it says when the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all truth he will not speak on his own but will tell you what he has heard he will tell you about the future he will bring me glory by telling me by telling you whatever he receives from me All that belongs to the Father is mine. And this is why I said, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. See, the Spirit is just as good as God. The Spirit is just as good as Jesus because whatever the Spirit receives from, whatever we receive from the Spirit is sent from God. And I think that's why it's super important to be in our word, to acknowledge God's word because the moment we sit in prayer, the moment we start being still and letting go is a moment when God sends the holy spirit and our angels to protect us to guide us through the next step and that fresh pure step in his name for me if you're asking my next step because i don't want to preach this and be like hey guys like take that next step like, go and i'm not doing anything over here i've been i do this thing where i delete social media for a while well let's just be specific where i delete facebook messenger the actual Facebook app, Snapchat, and TikTok. I, do, I, I don't I do delete Instagram because I feel like Instagram is how I get God's word out there the most. And most of my church is on there, so God is bring, le- leaning it with that. But with all the other social platforms, I just made an excuse where I was like, You know what, Lord? Like, I'm keeping it because I'm spreading your word on it. I'm keeping it because blah, blah, blah. I'm like, making excuses after excuses. He's like, okay, so I get to called to fast. And I fast, and then people get removed. And I have great revelation to that. And I'm like, okay, I'm down with social media again. And he's like, bro. And then I, I get onto social media. I'm start scrolling on TikTok for hours again. I'm not spreading his word whatsoever. Every time I'm supposed to spend, like spend time with him in prayer, that doesn't happen. I just end up scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And then I'm like, Lord, help me understand your word better. Lord, let me have your presence more. Lord, Lord, Lord. I'm like, okay, you know what? I got to fast again. So then I fast again. I delete all of them. And today, I kind of just like... So I know the Lord. So today, I was actually... Sorry, this is kind of going everywhere. But today, I was reading the the book, The God Chasers. And I'm like, okay, Susanna, today I'm just going to sit in my word, think of something to say, or share a Bible study tonight, and then read read the book that my pastor gave me. And that's all I'm going to do. And then I've been really trying to be disciplined with myself recently because I've been lacking in that, if I'm being honest. But, you know what, prayers and good people around you, I will continue striving, but anyways... And then I catch myself scrolling on TikTok for, like, 30 minutes. And then I'm like, okay. And then my eyes start hurting. And I'm like, okay, like, this is for real time for me to put it down, you know, for a little bit. And I'm like, oh, this person texted me. Let me reply back to them. Or, oh, this person texted me. Let me reply back to them. And just catch myself, like, doing that so much. I put my phone on Do Not Disturb, and I'm constantly checking it. I'm like, oh my gosh, and it's kind of like irritating me because I know that this isn't what I want, but this is my lack of self discipline, and this is just God showing me that I lack self discipline. So I went to go pray at work, and the Lord's like, Quit. I was praying and then praying, and I was like, You know what, Lord? Like, I feel bad because I'm over here asking you for things daily. And I can't even, I can't even obey what the simple thing you want me to give up. And I'm not doing it. like me scrolling on TikTok, me doing all this stuff is not me walking in my calling or purpose. So I was like, okay, Lord. And then I realized today, I was like, I'm always asking the Lord of things. And yes, that's good to ask our Father for things. But there's people, like I'm always complaining about something each and every day. And... There's people out there with no food. There's people out there right now living in New York, and literally it's orange, it's blood red out there, smoke is everywhere. It's pretty bad out there, so prayers, send prayers out to New York, and I think Canada, too. It's pretty crazy, but out there, it's pretty bad. There's people without food. There's people who have it way worse than I do, and I'm sitting here complaining so and praying to God about a husband. <laughs> I'm sitting praying to God about why I am the way I am or, like, why... I'm jealous or why this that why this that I'm like I Think I tell myself I have it harder than I actually really do have it I have nothing in life to complain about right now Truly and I'm really just learning how to be thankful for everything and everyone that's in my life And I think that Through me deleting social media again And I don't think I for real like in my spirit I don't think I'm gonna get it again because it's not leading me closer to Christ. If anything, TikTok makes me sad after scrolling on it for hours and hours and hours. Facebook is just people complaining about their lives. And I think that's why I started complaining because people were complaining about their lives on Facebook. So I was like, okay, let me complain about mine. And Snapchat is just for like when people text me, I'm just like None of these like and it was just random dudes like texting me on all platforms. I'm like like, if these people were, if any of these dudes were my husband's, they would not be texting me on here. You know, they would they would make more of an effort as much as Jesus has been trying to get into my life. And no one can compare it to Jesus. So, man. Yeah, it feels like I've already talked about so much and it's only been 18 minutes. So, I kind of want to go back to tonight's Bible study. And I just want to say thank you to any of my young adult peeps who are listening to this. I really do appreciate having all of you guys in my life. I used to pray and pray and pray that God would lead me to a, a great community because in the beginning of my walk with Christ, I felt really alone because I was being separated from the world. I was friends with worldly people. I was still friends with people from high school and people who were caught up in the world. And gossiping every day so that's what i was still doing while it was in church and god told me one day he's like you can keep doing this you can keep you can either keep doing this or if you want because i was also praying about my purpose at this time he was like if you want me to reveal your purpose you gotta let go of them so i was like okay so i let go of like my worldly friends and i was kind of friendless for like five months i would say like i knew a couple of people around the church but And it just, I didn't like making new friends. So I only liked being friends with people I already knew. And the Lord was teaching me that during that season, that's when I got my photography, that's when I picked it up, and then that's when I started meeting new friends. So I'm thankful that when we obey God, like (laughs) that little parable I say, like if we just get rid of the old, musty, crusty bone. God will give us a fresh anointing, fresh friends, godly friends, friends who know how it is to have a spiritual warfare. Friends who know what a relationship is supposed to look like through Christ, you know? Friends who put God first, friends who can talk about Jesus all day. And I'm thankful for that because I can talk about Jesus all day. And it was hard at that time because I was so excited. I wanted to tell people testimonies, but then at night I had no one to turn to because my family wasn't saved and my friends weren't saved. So I was like feeling really alone. So if you're in the same boat I was, let go of those friends. No matter, look at the years you've known someone does not add up to what God has for you. Let me repeat that. The years you have known someone does not add up to what God has for you. Because people use numbers as an excuse for something. I, sh- I sure did. I'm going to deactivate my TikTok account because that's something I just need to do. Because I'm like, oh, I have so many followers and so many likes. I don't want to delete it. And I feel like the need to actually just deactivate it and delete it to prove that numbers don't mean anything. The number of years you've known someone does not mean anything. And I think it's in, I don't know where it was, but it was like, oh, it's in that book I'm reading. It says like people say they know Jesus, but they don't know him. They don't know his presence. They know him because they've read about him. But if you're not studying him, if you're not with him, then you don't know him. You could read about him. You can look at him from the outside in. But if you read the word, if you're seeking him, you're looking from the inside out. And that's how God examines us. He looks at us from the inside out, not the outside in. And that's why when people are so quick to judge me on anything or belittle me about something, I'm like, you guys don't understand what it took for me to get to where I'm at there. Like you guys can see from the outside perspective, that it looked easy for me to do this. It looked easy for me to pick up the microphone and do it. It looked easy for me to pick up the camera and stand in front of the congregation and take pictures. But no, I was sitting in prayer. I had anxiety before I even picked up a camera, to be honest. I remember telling my pastors, I had a meeting with them, and I was like, look, like, I kind of want to give over the fear of anxiety. Like, I have anxiety, but... Through that, I want to want to get rid of it. Like, I knew I wanted to get rid of it. And I was like, I don't know how. He was like, they were like, you can join the welcome team. And I was like, mm, like, that just didn't startle my heart. And I was like, nah. And that's when I was like, I noticed you guys don't have a photographer. Like, let me be the photographer. And they were like, bro. Well, they didn't say bro. But they were like, oh, my gosh. Like, we've been praying for one for, like, months now. And that's when we have to take opportunities. When God's putting on your heart to speak up for something, just do it. Just do it. And I get so many people, like, if they hear me saying, like, just listen to God, or like, when you hear God. And I feel like it's whoever's listening to this, questioning how they hear God. You can know about God, but if you're not studying Him, aka His Word, if you're not in His Word, if you're not asking to hear His voice, He's not going to give you His voice. And everyone hears His voice differently. And that's something we're all unique. And yes, some testimonies are the same, some relate to each other, but every story, every thing is different in some way, shape or form. And that's what God deserves glory on too, because He hands creates everything. Sometimes I'm just like looking at my fingers, I'm like, God created me so uniquely. Like all of us have different fingertips. All of us have different patterns on our fingers. If that is not, if that doesn't mean something greater, Like, people still don't believe after the little things in our eyes, like the little circles in our eyes, the little details on us. Ain't no way a Big Bang Theory could make this, all these little details about us uniquely different from each other. We are all set apart from each other. And that's why I also try not to compare myself. And that's why I am deleting social media as well, because I compared myself... I post to myself for validation before always. Every time I post myself, it's mostly for validation for myself. I'm not saying that always is like that. Some days I do like posting myself because I feel beautiful and I want people to see my outfit. But some days I want people to swipe up on my story. Some days I want people to compliment what I'm doing, you know. And that's out of a lack of self-love for myself. But that's when I just have to sit back and be like, God created me the way i am for a reason like no one here on earth looks just like me you could find someone with some features that are like me or someone who kind of has something similar to me but no one exactly is like me and that's the beauty of it and god gets glory for that because god is a creator of all things one thing the social media has also been doing is wasting my time and we have no time to be wasted you guys God really wants us to start enjoying his nature, not looking at his nature from social media. And I realized that and I was reading something and I was trying to write like healthy habits for me. And I wrote habits down that I need a break and I wrote how I can interpret those to be healthier habits. And one was instead of scrolling on my phone inside I can sit outside and like film a podcast video or go outside and read the word because that's when I was happy. Those were my happy moments was grabbing a blanket, having a date with Jesus, eating Chipotle or Subway, eating something healthy for my body, glorifying God and just laying down, still videotaping but not scrolling on my phone. I was doing it for the glory of God out in his nature and those were the times I felt alive. Just touching the grass, feeling the wind breeze. It's so beautiful. And although it's been raining a lot in Colorado, it's kinda hard for me to do that. But even just me looking outside every morning, opening my windows, thanking him first thing in the morning for each breath I'm taking. Like I'm really just trying to be so thankful for each life, each breath that I have in this life because God can end it anytime. And I don't I don't want that to fear of death to come up to anyone. And if that is, then that is not sent from God, that's from the enemy. And we need to pray that out in the name of Jesus. The Lord has really been teaching me to be more grateful for what I have. Because through this shift, I've been learning a lot about who I need to let go of, why I need to let go of them, or things, it's not, it's not always just people, it's, it can be objects as well and let go of bad habits as well let go of who we think we are let go of who you think you are that's a good one i feel like when we start holding on to ourselves is the moment we start unloving ourselves if that makes sense because i am still holding i was well i'm learning to let go of myself of who i was when i was happy you know Because if I'm looking at who I was back then, I wasn't really happy. I thought I was happy. There's this one thing in, I don't know what the book is, but it's in the Bible. I think it's about Solomon. And he was starting to let his feelings control him. And he was getting, it was getting bad to the point where he was turning to mediums and psychics to try to talk to his dead friends instead of turning to God in prayer. And Solomon was a powerful man. Solomon had powerful friends. But Solomon was like, I can't hear God right now. Even though God was saying that he was always with him. Even though God was like, I have to find it. But God was always with him and he didn't believe it. So he turned and he opened the doors for the enemy. He opened the doors for the enemy. We opened doors for the enemies to come in. Let me just tell you all. We don't, you, the enemy just doesn't walk up into our life. Let me just say that, okay? Because God won't let that happen. But God is going to let it happen if you aren't obeying what God wants you to do. Okay, I'm just going to use this for an example because I've used to do this. If you're constantly like opening doors up by wearing crystals and stuff like that. And you're wondering why you can't sleep at night. And then God's telling you over and over again to get rid of them. Even though you don't worship them, just get rid of them. That's still, that's when the enemy started attacking me in my sleep, you know. Because I didn't get rid of them. If I got rid of them, it would have saved me from a couple bad nightmares. (laughs) It's okay. We are free in the name of Jesus because we are healed (laughs) by Jesus. But now I know. (laughs) To obey God. But anyways, if we are, that was a bad example, by the way. I don't know why I used that. There's so many more examples I could have used. (laughs) I don't know. It's it's getting kind of late, guys. But, yeah, God doesn't let the enemy touch us unless, I mean, unlike Job, you know, because Job was really being tested by his faith. But Job got rewarded double of what he had. Exactly. So, this is why we must always seek God first. And it's hard and it's easier said than done. And I've been saying that to a lot of people later, lately. That's easier said than done because it is. People who can't hear his voice or people who are struggling reading his word or even in prayer. I'm like, just do it, man. And I'm just like, but remember, it's easier said than done. I can tell you over and over again to do something. But it's up to you if you really want to do it, you know. Um, I was reading a scripture today and it's in psalms oh sorry it's proverbs 21 verse 3 and it says the lord is more pleased when we do what is right and just than when we offer him sacrifices and what does that mean and i have this question for you it says are you obeying what the lord is asking of you or are you offering him sacrifices to beat around the bush because i know i was i was like lord let me do this. Let me do this for you so I don't delete social media. Let me, like, literally, earlier, I was like, let me fast for you so I don't delete social media. Let me, let me distance myself from people so I don't delete social media. I was doing things. And God's like, dude, I never called you to fast. God's like, I never called you to leave them. I called you to delete social media because that's a distraction. It's just, it's pulling you away from me, pulling that intimacy time with me that's that's basically what the scripture is meaning to me it's like god is just telling us to do what is right and to just obey his word and just listen to him instead of trying to beat around the bush doing other things stacking more things on his plate because works does not let you enter the kingdom of god me being like oh let me go to the church and help oh like, I'm glad that I'm helping the kingdom of God and I'm glad that I i was a part of what the church is doing. But sometimes we let that get into the way of what God, we stack more things in our schedule for God instead of just doing what he's already asking us. Because God makes our life simple. And if I would have just listened to him earlier, I wouldn't have been dealing with what I'm dealing with. But it's okay because God gives us grace. It's through that grace that God gives us another path and God already knew we were going to mess up and that's that's what's helped me. And it's not okay to mess up all the time. When I feel like when people hear that, they're like, okay, I'm going to mess up because God already knew I was going to mess up. No, it does not work like that because there's only so many times that God will actually let the enemy like not hit you hard. And one day that God's going to be like, Touch him, hit him hard with the spiritual warfare. Just don't kill him, and then that's when you are going to be like, "Oh gosh, I wish I didn't take advantage of that." Don't take advantage of the Lord; He's a Creator. You are not one. You don't want to step up to the God authority. That's for sure. I feel like God is just really wanting to build intimacy with all of us, and if you are in a relationship with someone, He wants to be the center of that relationship. Because if He's not, then He is going to find a way to separate it. God is going to separate the things God is going to separate the things that you that are separating you from Him. God is tired of being put second because in our minds we always say, like, Oh, God first, God first, God first, but are you living out that truth? Are you putting that down? Are you waking up each morning giving thanks to God for waking up for another day? And it's as simple as saying, literally, I started being disciplined myself, when I started just looking outside my window, and I said, thank you, God. And I just pray a simple prayer. I'm just like, thank you, Lord, for letting me wake up for a beautiful day, and thank thankful for each breath I take. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And I pray that whatever that enemy has set up, I pray that you are knocking it down, in the name of Jesus. And then I get up, and I do grab my phone after that, but now I'm going to start being disciplined myself, and not do that as much. But now i'm just gonna start getting it ready for work and then by the time i'm done getting ready for work i say the verse that's matthew 6 9 through 13 and i just started this a few days ago but i feel like this is really building up my prayer life and if you guys don't know the prayer that's not that. let's read it real quick because it never hurts to read a prayer so this is matthew 6 9 through 13 it says our father in heaven may your name be kept holy may your kingdom come soon May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us for our sins as we have forgiven those who sinned against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. Amen. And a simple prayer like that. It's simple. It's in the Bible. It's highlighted in the Bible for a reason. And that's how God wants us to pray. So I always take that as an example. And then I go on about my day, and I actually have been having really good days ever since that. And yes, I've been tired and exhausted, but the Lord gives me rest. So, I'm thankful that God has really been pushing me closer to Him. And that I, I don't want to give myself credit, but I'm glad that I am obeying God and what He has for me. I hope this episode kind of teaches you something just kind of let go and let God. I also want to finish with this little verse. And it's from Proverbs twenty twenty four. It says, The Lord detects our steps. So why try to understand everything along the way? And this verse is inside my prayer closet. Because I have to sit back and realize that I'm an overthinker. And I know that. So sometimes I have to sit back and be like, I don't need to plan my days ahead always. I don't always need to understand what I'm doing this weekend or next weekend or a few days from now. Like, I don't need to understand why I am the way I am. I don't need to understand all these things right now. Because the Lord, the Lord is doing it for me. If the Lord's doing it for me and He knows my purpose, He knows that I'm on the right path, and it's Him directing my steps, then why should I detect? Or why should I try to understand everything He's doing in my life? Because truth is we are human and we are nowhere near God. We are nowhere near his creation. We are not the creators of nothing. It's not us who plans our steps for us. And sometimes it does go that way. But then we realize real fast that we weren't meant to go that way. And that's why we must obey God and seek his face instead of trying to understand everything. Because We're not going to understand everything. That is okay. We're not going to understand why we have to forgive that certain person. We're not going to understand why we have to let go of them, move on from them, or delete this app, or delete that post. We're not going to understand all these things. We're not going to understand why this person still hates us. But God knows. Just put it in his hands because the moment we put it in our own hands is a moment that God lets go of the situation. And it's no longer God will that's when it starts turning into your will and i'm thankful for all of you guys who listened today and i hope you all have a good rest of your day god bless you all keep your leadership and prayers y'all keep those around you in prayer and just continue to encourage each one another appreciate you for listening god bless you have a good rest of your day remember you're still here for a reason for a purpose so lean on to god not to your own understanding